Hello, everybody. Welcome to our first episode of the IRS Files. I am your host, John William Parker, and I am joined alongside my co-host, Richard Bowen, and we are here to make taxes fun. Richard, how are you doing today, man? I'm spectacular, John William. I'm excited to get this podcast going. Let's dive right into today by talking about a celebrity who does not think taxes are fun and has a pretty dramatic run-in with the IRS. That celebrity would be Nicolas Cage. Welcome back. Everyone knows who Nick Cage is, from starring in blockbuster films such as National Treasure and Snake Eyes. And as you might expect, he was very well compensated during his time on the big screen. He made over $150 million during the prime years of his career. However, Cage was spending money faster than he could make it, somehow, despite the fact that he was making millions of dollars per movie. So, uh, according to FinanceBuzz.com, Cage actually blamed his financial advisor for sending him down, quote, a path toward certain financial ruin. Others say, however, that it was his crazy spending habits. Now, you're probably all curious about the details regarding just what he bought, and uh, we actually have a pretty extensive list here. So, uh, first off, he actually outbid Leonardo DiCaprio... Um, for a dinosaur skull valued at over $300,000. Um, and this only added, however, to his already extensive dinosaur fossil collection. But those aren't the only skulls he collected. He also had an extremely unsettling collection of shrunken pygmy heads, which no one should really have to look at or let alone purchase. It's just really, really odd. Uh, Cage also went on to have a number of exotic animals um, in his repertoire. And uh, honestly, it could put the San Diego Zoo to shame. So he had two king cobras, um, and these weren't just any king cobras, but they were actually albino. Both of them were. Uh, And then he went on to purchase a crocodile, a shark, and even an octopus. Now, I'd say luxury vehicles are a little bit more reasonable to own than those exotic animals. However, Cage also managed to take his love for ridiculously expensive things overboard once more. We didn't know where to begin listing these vehicles, but in this purchase seemed a little absurd even for Cage. Cage bought the Shah of Iran's Lamborghini Muraya. For $450,000 in 1997. That equates to about $850,000 in today's money. In addition, it's rumored that his overall car and motorcycle collection in 2004 was around 30 motorcycles, 50 cars, including nine Rolls Royces and a Ferrari valued at $1 million. Sheesh. Um, yeah, I was going to say, he also, he purchased, I read somewhere he purchased the Gulfstream jet, um, but I guess we'll talk more on that when we get into his tax issues. Not only is Cage a fan of traveling by air and land, 
but he also traveled the sea like royalty, showing off a fleet of not one, not two, not three, but four luxury yachts. His favorite of the yachts had 12 master bedrooms and costed about $20 million. That's about how much Cage reeled in from just one of his National Treasure movies. Sheesh. Well, if you're not already entertained, um, let's talk about a little about the uh, the massive real estate portfolio that Cage somehow managed to put together. Um, so Cage bought not one but two private islands in the Bahamas. Um, these islands were just outside of Nassau, and one of them uh, cost $7 million, we read. Um and then in 2006, Cage went on to purchase a $3.45 million haunted house in New Orleans. Uh, this haunted house was rumored uh, to have belonged to uh, famous French uh, serial killer, Madame LaLaurie. Interesting. Um, yeah, and then we also read that, you know, Cage eventually made his way to Europe. Um, you know, why wouldn't he? Uh, where he managed to purchase an historic castle um, in England. Um, this castle costed him about $8 million and required millions of dollars um, in renovations. Um, Richard, do you have any more on this? I do. Uh, he also, for some reason, purchased a second castle in Europe. It was an 11th century Bavarian castle located in Germany. Yeah, that's yeah, that's quite the portfolio already. Um, to add to that, Cage also managed to own fifteen other residential properties, uh, all of which were during his brief stint as one of the most wealthy actors in the world. Um, these properties included another mansion in New Orleans, ten million dollar estate in Malibu, private getaway home on Paradise Island. Uh, which is in the Bahamas, which we just explained. He already has two private islands in the Bahamas, and he chose to build another house on a different island there. So, um, and then he also, uh, we read that he had an $18 million estate in Bel Air. Um, he had a house in Rhode Island. This house had a jaw-dropping 24,000 square feet. Uh, within the home. Um, he also held properties in Vegas, um, Aspen, San Francisco, New York, and uh, Newport Beach, and then finally Venice Beach. Uh, but last but not least, once he finally is no longer able to spend any more money um, in his earthly, earthly self, in his earthly body, he has a nine-foot-tall white pyramid that will serve as his tombstone um, and his final resting place. Well, this just continues to get ridiculous. To round out listing all of Cage's extraordinary purchases, obviously he had a very extensive art and jewelry collection, and he was the very first, or he owned the very first Superman comic book, which he recently sold for about two million dollars. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool, actually. Um, so now we're going to get, I guess, you want to talk about, uh, a little bit about the, his actual tax issues. Um, so yeah, so 
we're gonna get kind of in the meat and potatoes of all this. So as you can imagine, the the tax liability for a celebrity's portfolio, as extensive and unusual as Cage's, is uh, is extremely complicated to calculate. In order to offset his incredible tax burden already, uh, Cage and his financial advisor continuously chose to make a habit of deducting personal expenses, including meals, gifts, and vacations, as business expenses. And they even tried to deduct that Gulfstream jet I, uh, I mentioned earlier um, as a business expense. According to Business Insider, by the time the IRS had caught up to Cage, they had determined that he had wrongfully written off $3.3 million in personal expenses. Yeah, that's a lot of spending to begin with already. And um, I mean, it's just, let alone trying to, trying to write off all of it, just bound to not work out. Yeah. Cage's business manager, Samuel J. Levin, maintains that the deductions were reasonable for a big-time Hollywood actor such as Cage. In 2009, Cage filed a $20 million lawsuit against now-former financial advisor Samuel Levin, who was a licensed CPA. However, the case was dismissed within months because Levin was ultimately able to prove that he was unpaid for advisory and, obviously, that Cage did not take any of his financial advice. So we actually did some digging and found this guy's LinkedIn profile. Yeah, so I've actually got it pulled up right here, Richard. Samuel Levin, um, he actually has a degree from uh, UC Santa Barbara. Makes sense since he lived and worked in LA um, and still does. Um, so he was president of his own private uh, company management firm, from May, uh, May of 1999 to uh, May of 2013, which was right in the uh, he was right in the thick of it with uh, Cage, and obviously this is Cage's those years. That timeline lines up with Cage's um, prime, the prime of his career. Um, now he uh, works at the uh, Armenino um, business management um, firm. Uh, he's a partner there and has been since he left uh, his own private practice in 2013. Look at those! Uh, look at those skills there. Isn't that funny? Hmm. Seven endorsements for financial reporting. <laughs> that's that's really ironic. Yeah, that must be a skill he just learned. <laughs> yeah. So back to cages. Back to cages problems. Um, enough about. 11. But uh, in 2009, the IRS actually placed a tax lien of $6.3 million on his real estate holdings for the taxes he owed from 2002 to uh, the tax year of 2004. Uh, the IRS also filed another tax lien for $6.7 million uh, for taxes owed for the uh, 2008 tax year. In response to his delinquent taxes, Cage quoted, Over the course of my year, my career, I have paid at least $70 million in taxes. And unfortunately, due to a recent legal situation, um, that would be the wrongful deductions. I now owe another approximately $14 million to the IRS. Although, 
By 2010, Cage had hired a new business advisor who helped him accurately pay his 2009 taxes, as well as set up a plan to pay off his debts to the IRS. Yeah, so I guess although it's hard to feel bad for someone, in my opinion, who blew millions of dollars trying to live like a king, um, it's good to see that he has seemed to uh, have gotten his act together a little bit. So, John William, what exactly is Nicolas Cage up to nowadays? Yeah, well, you know, it seems as if he's been keeping out of trouble with the IRS now. And, uh, I mean, this is because he's taking all sorts of smaller roles and just these random films to try and set his finances straight moving forward. Plus, you know, I read he's spending around $20,000 a month trying to keep his elderly mother um, out of a mental institution. So he's... uh. He's having a hard time right now, but uh, I was I was gonna tell you I I was recently at a movie theater and uh, I forgot what movie it was, but I think it was a couple weeks ago here in Auburn and uh, I saw a preview for this Dracula movie um, that Cage was actually the lead role in, and it was just it looked so corny and uh, it it's really ironic though that we're talking about this now, but. Um, if you if you haven't seen him yet in his costume for this movie, it's it's definitely worth the Google search. Oh, dude, my roommate was just talking to me about that movie. Anyway, it sounds like National Treasure Three should be about the IRS trying to find all of his absurdly luxurious assets. <laughs> yeah, you can say that again. <laughs> all right, that's it for us. Hope you enjoyed. Until next time, see ya.